You're listening to Straight Talk Uncut, recorded January 8th, 2016. I'm Tellus, and thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk Uncut. Uh, the podcast where I just uh, I just ramble pretty much and throw in some some things about art, some things about uh, how I'm improving myself, trying to be a better person, trying to be a better creative, um, and all around trying to be a, a better what's the word entrepreneur, entrepreneur, creative maker, whatever you want to call it, however you want to define it, whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. Pretty much trying to do my best to stay out of a out of a cubicle. Pretty much. That's what I'm getting at. Try to do my best to 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 not have a real quote. I got quotes up. Real job. And uh got a few articles that I came across that I want to talk about. A few things, a few things that I discovered that I wasn't privy of that I didn't know about. And I, you know, want to share them. And send you on your way to uh, to discover some of this stuff that I've discovered, and some stuff I already knew. But sometimes you need uh, you need some some confirmation. Um, so the first thing I came across was this list, <laughs> this list of things that make dads mad, and, and it's pretty much an article saying. Uh, the, the, the long and short of it was, uh, how like as, as men get older, uh, they get grumpier. And in this case, they're specific, specifically talking about men that are dads. Um, you know, I, I can't speak for, I'm trying to even remember before I have kids, before I had kids, um, my state of, of mine, I'm, I'm trying to see. I mean, I, I tell my kids that all the time that I'm I've, I've, I'm getting grumpier as I get older, and I'm not sure if it's like grumpier or if it's uh, a lack of patience. And that's definitely something I've, I'm always working on my patience level. You know, because with, with shit, just being married, you you have you have to have some sort of. Uh, <laughs> some sort of some level of patience if you want to you know be married and stay married for a long time period um and then add kids into that mix then it's uh you know it's compounded but here's the list uh the first the first one leaving the lights on dads get mad when people leave the lights on now even before i had kids this this sort of uh was a pet peeve of mine because my wife, even before we were married, when, um, you know, when we moved in together, she, she would always leave the lights on. And I think it's, it's a, um, I think this is more of a, how you were raised type thing. You know, I grew up in the South. I grew up in Mississippi, single, single mom. And it was, I had two siblings and it was an economic thing. <laughs> you know, uh, I remember, I mean that was just a big thing. You you just didn't you didn't leave lights on, you didn't leave water water running, and you didn't leave I mean if you if it was in the summertime and if the air condition was blowing was going and you left and you were coming in or going out and you if you left that door open for more than like half of half a second, all hell would break loose. You know what I mean? And I remember to the point to where um, my mom took me and showed me the the meter, the 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 you know the the meter, the electrical meter on a house. You know what happens when you turn lights on when you're running things, you know stuff like the microwave. You know she she showed how like it would be going around slowly, and then you know let a, you turn on that AC. And that thing just start just spinning around fast, and and that to to me and you know before then I, I was like what's the big fucking deal like how much could it cost if I left the light on or if I you know blah 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 so I ever since then and I and I can't remember how old I was I I, I was young you know elementary school and ever since then that put it in perspective 
what she was doing. She wasn't just, you know, bitching at me and, and just nagging. She had a reason for why she was saying these things, you know, turn the lights off. So that became like, you know how like your, your parents, shit, it's good and bad, stuff that that will be ingrained on you, you're taking into, in, into adulthood. So that's one of the things that I took into adulthood, uh, leaving the lights on. And it, it went to the point to with, with my kids, what I did with them, because I just got, you know, matter of fact, this was one of my things about, about two years ago because it made me grumpy all the time. So what I did was like, you know what? There's a there's an easy fix to this. Instead of me losing my shit every time they leave the light on, up in their bathroom mainly, is what I did was I went to Home Depot and I got one of those little... Um, the same thing if you go into like a public restroom or somewhere and you, and you know you open the door the lights off then you walk in the lights come on one of those little light sensor things to turn the lights on when you walk in that's what I installed in their bathroom now they they have the bathroom and the, the kids bathroom is like you know you walk into the main bathroom that's where the sink and you know sink and stuff is and then inside there there's another little toilet bathroom with a with a toilet and the the shower and the bathtub is so I put one in the first area. Then I also put one in the second area, right? But what was happening was <laughs> I had it on a on a timer. So when they would be in the in the second part, like the toilet part, using the bathroom, you know, there's a door there, right? So they would close the door, and the light would be on. But then since there's no movement, it was just shut off because I had it on like a strict like. I had it on a strict time to, to where, like, if you're in there, you got to be moving or doing something or the light's going to shut off on you. <laughs> and that caused some problems in the house, so I had to I had to tweak it a little bit. But, yeah, that that that, that did make me angry until I uh, until I installed that. And my, my plan is to go around the house in, you know, uh, areas of concern to install these things. So, dads out there, if that if that's making you angry, Hey, that's that's an easy fix. Just just install those those little uh, <laughs> all the, those little light sensors all over the damn house, and then you know that'll fix that. Number two on the list: traffic jams. Uh, you know, I I really actually, you know what? It, it does make me angry, but I don't I'm not, I'm not in traffic jams a lot. I'm in Colorado. The only time, uh, actually, that's been a while since. Since we've since I've been in the traffic jam, uh, the last one that really really made me mad was uh, we when we fly when we go out of town we usually fly out of Denver. Denver is a whole entire story from where I where I live. I, I live like in the Colorado Springs uh, metro area, um, which is a smaller town even though it's growing, but it's the smallest way still way smaller than Denver as far as um, you know traffic and, and and things like that. So. We used to take I-25, which is the major interstate, um, you know, th- through through Colorado, really. And I would I would take we would uh, you know fly out of fly in and out of Denver, DIA, and um, and more more times than not, if you if you coming back off a flight or just traveling in general, in Denver around like you know traffic time, like people getting off of work or lunchtime. Man, it's like traffic is, is at a standstill. And if you're not used to it, which I'm not, you I mean, you totally lose your shit. So but what we do now, we take the toll. We take we take the uh the four seventy uh toll toll road, you know, and we we avoid traffic. Yeah, it costs, but you know, it's still it's still nothing compared to what you know, toll charges of in uh other, you know, large metro areas. And we've just gotten used to it. We don't, matter of fact, we don't, you don't even have to stop. It's like an express tollway the whole way. So you just go and then, you know, two, three months later, you get a, a bill in the mail. So, um, so that, I don't, I don't really run into that problem anymore. I haven't ran into like traffic jam in, in a long time. And, I, you know, a lot of it is, I'm, I usually, I'm usually like listening to an audio book or something now to where, that's actually getting better as I get older. Now, there's there's some other things on the list that 
has to do with traffic that I that still get to me and I still work on, and which is the next one, and that's bad drivers. Now listen, when I drive, you know, first of all, I'm a black dude, so I've I've always <laughs> I've always been aware of driving while black. You know, no, and this is not me pulling no race car, or whatever. I'm again, I'm from Mississippi, so I I know what driving while black is. So I've always, um, you know, I I always drive. I always use my signals. I always use, um, you know, matter of fact, even to 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 even keep myself from speeding, even just in town, I use cruise control. I always, and you know, and this pisses my wife off because she has a hybrid. She has a um. A, a, a hybrid, a, you know, pretty. A, she just got it last year, and it's an SUV. And one of the things is like, I and I, you know, I like driving her car when I'm if I'm driving by by myself. But I drive a Chevy truck. I drive an Avalanche, so it's a different way of driving. <laughs> and she's always like trying to get me to drive like like you're supposed to drive a hybrid to to get more fuel efficiency from it you know they have these little gauges in, in the car sh- showing you uh when you're getting the most fuel you know what I, it's almost like a damn video game it's like this level you're trying to stay within this level and i'm like i, I can't you know i i can't wrap my my head around it yet because i'm used to having to put my foot on the damn gas to make my truck go you know what I mean? Even before I had my, my truck, I always had big cars. Like I had an Oldsmobile, a 98 Oldsmobile, uh, uh, Cutlass Supreme. I mean, a 98 Olds, and then I went to an Olds Cutlass Supreme. And then before that, I had a big old um, uh, Trans Am. And, and I've always, like, I've never had like a, 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 like a new, new car even though my truck, when I bought my truck, it was brand new off the showroom. But still, it's a truck. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's an 03. So, you know, that was, that's, it's, it's an 03. So it was, it's built different than what cars are built now. You have to hit the gas to make the car go. I mean, now, man, I, I hit the gas on her car. I'm like, actually, I don't really even like driving it. I like driving it because it has like a lot of, I mean, she got like the fully loaded platinum. And it has like heating, heated steering wheel and all this stuff. Stuff that, it's one of those things to where I would never buy it. Like I would never get it. But once you got it, it's like, I can't see not having it. Especially here in the winters. Um, I have to let my truck warm up for a minimum of 15 minutes. That's just warming up. 15 minutes warming up. And that's just to get the engine settled right, to get it warm inside. And then when I get in, it's still chilly. You know what I mean? That, and that's in the winter time, and um, but you know I get in her car, and um, if it, if it's freezing out, I just hit, I hit on the heated seats, I hit on the um, heated steering wheel, and I'm good to go, you know what I mean? But um, the 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 bad driving part is, like I've always followed like. The, 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 you know, I never wanted to give anyone a reason to pull me over ever. And you know, it's like any, anything I can avoid, um, like, it's, you know, to keep myself out of a situation to where shit can go bad, especially nowadays, man, it's like, you, you don't want to be black and, and getting pulled over by no cop, uh, or, or even be in a situation to where some, someone of authority has to question you about anything for one. So when I when when I see people just driving like there's no there's no laws or anything, that does piss me off. I mean like people who you know they're driving like that because I mean like just blatant shit. I I'm not talking about, you know, somebody crossing the lane and forgetting to uh, turn on turn on the, you know, to hit the signal to signal that they're changing lanes or anything. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about just driving like a fucking maniac because they've, they've probably never had to deal with the law, never been pulled over, nothing. You know, I'm talking about those people just driving like, just driving like just maniacs, man. And a lot of time, it's these minivan moms. 
a lot of times you see is these minivans like the speed limits don't even apply you can never if you got a minivan behind you you can never be going fast enough no matter what no matter what they will run you off the road so i do get i you know i i, I do get uh <laughs> i do get a little grumpy uh, and angry when i when i see people just driving like assholes all right that's number number three number four is bad manners no i have no I have zero tolerance for bad manners. Zero tolerance for bad manners, especially of my of my own kids. Zero tolerance. When I see, um, uh, you know, when I, when I see adults in public and I'm with my kids with bad manners, I use that as an example. I said, "See, you see that adult right there with those bad manners? That was a kid who had bad manners, and their parents never taught them what good manners are." And then I'll always take my time to when I see an adult doing something stupid, I, I I you know, I use that as a learning tool to let my kids know why my wife and I stay on them about stuff. You know what I mean? When I when you see it just a, a, a it's one thing to see kids in, in like teenagers just being stupid in public, no manners like they're fucking the earth's gift to to the world. Uh, and but but to see an adult doing it with just no, no rhyme or re just, just, just no man. And, and, and the worst part, like, it's not even like they are trying to be, uh, I don't know what the word, you know, it's, it's like when they're oblivious, when they are oblivious to their bad manners. And, and that's when I use that in, as an example to say, you see that, you see that person right there. And that's how I, I, that's how, that's what keeps me, like on a calm level about it. And, um, you know, I, because I'm using it as a tool, I'm like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity to, to teach, to, to, you know, to show my kids what happens when kids are raised without knowing what manners are. And that's how, and that's how I, I, I do that with a lot of things, man. You know, when, when things that I would usually lose my shit about, if if it's a if it's a chance for me to teach my kids how not to do things, you know, it makes it a lot better. It makes me like go into this mode of uh instead of being like angry about it, it, it takes me into this mode of, hey dude, you you are you're a parent. Use this as a teaching tool, bring it down a notch, a few notches, and then, you know, get settled like that. Alright, um uh, see, that was number what? That was number four. Number five, telemarketers. You know, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with telemarketers. For one, we never, we never, we never answered the um, the landline phone, and two, they rarely call our my my cell phone. You know, but um, like yeah, telemarketers call in the house. They don't bother me because I, I don't, I, I, we never answer that phone. That phone is our landline phone is like for emergencies. Uh, we we never answer it. So I don't, I don't have a problem with telemarketing. Like I don't, I don't. Um, it, well, you know what? Actually, I guess people come to your door would be in that. Even though it says telemarketers, what about like people coming knocking on your damn door? Now that upsets me. You know, actually, you know what? It, it that in itself doesn't accept, doesn't upset me because you know that's that's somebody's job somebody's trying to hustle trying you know i don't mind that what i do mind is the hard sell when i'm saying i'm not interested in they, and they've man i've had like we 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 can we like there was one time we had just got a new roof put on the house even actually even more recent than that we we had the house painted right and a guy showed up i mean and it was clearly it was obvious it was it was an awesome paint job it was obvious that it just matter of fact the paint sign the painter's sign was still in the yard. And somebody came knocking on the door, wanted to know if we want to get our house painted, right? And I was like, dude, do you use it? Do, uh, uh, matter of fact, I, that's what I said. I was like, does it look like our house need painting? And he said, no. I'm like, well, why the fuck, why are you coming to my door? You know, and, and you know he was following the script. Like, you had to, you got to hit every door. You got to, you. I'm like, dude, does it look like my house need a painting? And he said no, and you know, but he went away. But the guy, the roofing guys, they're the worst, man. We had our roof done, and um, 
And and this guy was like, I'm like, dude, we we just had it done. And in that same case, the sign was still in the yard. Matter of fact, the same roofer had did our neighbors, and the sign was in both our yards. And he was he just was trying to hard sell. And I was like, no, I'm like, you know, you had to get angry. And then it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, okay. I'm so, it's like, well, you took me there, you know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, unsolicited people, you know. They, I do have one good story. There was this kid came to the door selling candy. He had the bin, you know, the big bin, uh, the Tupperware bin, the gigantic one, selling candy. And you know, my my kids go, my kids go to school. They sell candy, so I'm like, well, I I just buy it for my kids. But this kid, this kid was, I mean, he wasn't pushy. He just had his sales pitch down. And I just, I mean, he, he was like, matter of fact, I asked him how old he was. He was like 12 years old. And uh, he knew without even opening the bin, he knew everything in that bin. He knew, I mean, his sales pitch was down. This kid is going to either, you know, uh, lead a cult or, you know, be awesome when he get when he gets older. And I told him that. And I told him why I was buying for him. I was like, you know, I, I don't I don't even uh I don't I don't eat like chocolate and stuff like that. My kids, if I you know, if my kids are selling something I usually buy it from them. And and the thing about it, I'm not a dick for like not buying this candy, but we, we get you know, we get so much of it. You know, we, we we just get so much of it. So I told the kid why I was buying from him. You know, I told him like it had nothing to do with this candy. I told him I was buying because it was him. And I asked him how long he he does that. He's like, he's been doing it ever for like three, four years, and he was still in elementary school. And he, and I was like, well, you know, I mean, I was just so impressed with. It. I was like, what do you, you know, how who do you practice with? He's like, nobody. I practice at home by myself. I just, you know, I know every every. He knew every everything. Like I said, oh, I don't eat that. He's like, oh, well, you gonna like this. Like I said, I don't eat chocolate. He said, oh, well, you okay? You don't eat chocolate. You want some healthy? You. He knew like he had a. He, you know, he had something for every. He had a rebuttal for everything I, I brought up, and it was like, and there was a kid. I had a, I've had adults come to my house before, and I shut them down. You know, I, I, I got some training in sales. I used to sell cars. I used to sell insurance. I used to sell houses. I sold Kirby vacuum cleaners for a day, <laughs> so I know all the little. You know, and 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 I sell. You know, I sell my my art. I sell my services. You know, and so I know all the little fucking. It's it's only one book on sales, and they just change the title to fit whatever industry. So I I know all the little things, but this kid, and I don't I don't I'm trying to still even think. Does I don't even know if he realized. You know what he what he was doing was really something new. He he really was because he he was I, maybe I was I was a little jaded because I mean biased because it was a kid and he was so good, but if I'm remembering it correctly, he had such a sincerity to it, and I think that that probably has a lot to do with his his innocence because he is a kid. He probably really believed in the stuff he was saying, which was all true. But you know what I mean by like sales pitches. People can be pitching some shit they don't they don't even care about. They don't, they don't, they're not like, they're just looking for the end result. They don't believe in it. It's just, that's what they're trained to do. But this kid, he, he, I can tell he believed in what he was saying. So, um, so, so like, yeah, telemarketers, yeah, they can make me angry. Sometimes they can, sometimes they, they, they don't. It just depends. Uh, I mean, I've had some people that come to my door and I'm like, man, I wish I had a gun because this, you know, this person kind of scared me. Uh, uh, let me see the next one. Their football team losing. Don't care about that. I don't. I don't watch football. Don't have a football team. So, but yeah, I can see how if people are you know football freaks, you know football fan freaks, I can see how that would make them angry. But personally, yeah, I, that I, that's not even on my radar. Missing out on family because of work. Well, that you know, I I, I work. I'm, I work from home. Um, you know, I haven't really dealt with this in a while because even actually, actually, let me take that back. The, uh, the last job I had was the first 
job in a long, long time that I worked a true nine to five, meaning those hours, like day hours. But before that, my wife and I always worked opposite schedule, and I, and I always worked the night schedule. You know, so I was, I mean, I, you know, I didn't sleep with shit, but I was always here in the daytime, um, you know, because there was, there was at a point to where there was always a kid at home that, you know, hadn't started school yet. So I was always the, the one that would work nights and be at home uh, in, in the daytime. And my wife would work the normal nine to five and she'd be here at night while I'm at work. So the only the only time we missed was like yeah me and her me and my wife we we missed out on a lot of time even you know um, yeah it, it's we I mean we've always been like the opposite uh, opposite schedule and then outside of that you know I would work my own thing my own hours you know real when I was on my real estate company I you know I pretty much there was there was a few times when you know something would fall through and I would have to you know, be on somewhere, you know, on an extended time frame that was, that was unusual. Um, especially when the, all the, the, the repos and the foreclosure, when that stuff was going on, that was kind of crazy. But, um, I've never felt that I, you know, that I missed, really missed out. I mean, we, my wife and I, we've, we've kind of worked together to make sure it, at, at least for the, you know, someone was always here, for, you know, with the kids. Um, so, all right. So that was number, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That was number seven. Number eight, reality TV talent show. Nah, I, that's, I, I don't even, man, if, 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 if you are dad in a reality TV talent show is making you angry, you need, you fucking need to go. You really need some sort of therapy. Really? I mean, I can even get, I can get football. You know, I'm not even, a, I'm not a fan, but I can get how football can make you angry. I mean, I, actually, that sound, that's stupid to me too, but I can get that before a reality TV show. Like, first of all, I'm trying to think what reality, what man is watching a reality TV show, first of all, like, I mean, I you know, I don't watch reality TV shows, so I, I don't know, I don't even know. The only thing I can think of, like, the Kardashian. But it said reality TV talent show. So American Idol or something like that? I guess. Or like uh I don't know. I I I, I can't relate, so I don't know. Whatever. Um uh the next one, how much family activities cost? I don't really get angry at those because we 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 pretty much know. Like before my wife and I do any kind of family activity, we 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 plan. So we don't just, you know, we we took a we we took a cruise to uh, we took a Disney cruise. Um, what was it last year? No, last year we went to we just went to San Diego for vacation. But the year before we we took a Disney cruise to the Bahamas, and um, and yeah, and we we I mean we knew <laughs> we knew what everything was gonna cost. We we planned it out so. I mean, I don't know how you can be surprised. I don't know how you can really be surprised or angry how much family activity costs. I don't know how they how they will make you angry. I can think of a lot of other costs that make you angry. Um, like right now, I can I can I, I can tell you one that makes me angry: cell phones. Like I'm on I'm using the uh, Samsung Galaxy Note two. And this thing, I mean, it, it works, but that's you know, it's it's old. I got it brand new. So the they on the 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 latest version of the Galaxy Note is the Note Five, <laughs> you know. And I'm still using the Note Two, and it's because since I've started, you, you know, using this, I got this when they were still doing subsidized uh, phone plans. But now they don't do that, and now it's like you either pay monthly, or you just buy the phone. Or I think they may have like you you get a discount if you, um yeah I think that's what it is like if you if you pay monthly you end up paying like the full price of the phone but if you buy it outright you you get like a I mean you can buy it for like four or five hundred bucks and I think that may save you some money but I'm like I don't know man I'm still 
I, I'm still trying to work my. I may end up just buying a used phone. We we just bought my my daughter because she dropped her phone. She had a brand new phone. She dropped and it cracked. And we were like, okay, well, eBay. So we ended up getting her a, a used Galaxy uh, S4 or 5 or something like that on eBay for less than 100 bucks. So I may go that route. I may end up, see, mine is a Galaxy Note 2, so I may end up getting like a Galaxy Note 3 or 4 used on eBay. So that, I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, this, so and what, what, another thing that, <laughs> that ang- angers me, uh, how my... Um, how like just general feeds keep going up every year. You know, I got, I have three, we have three Etsy shops and every year, uh, and this has nothing to do with Etsy, but every year the shipping, the cost of shipping like increases a little bit at a time. Um, and you know, yeah, it's, it's minor, but it causes when you have, when you have a store, when you have an e-commerce and you have like profiles built for shipping. You, ha- I mean, you have to go, especially when you doing when you when you doing international shipping, when you sell internationally. It causes a big, a big thing you have to do. I mean, there's stuff around there, but I'm just trying to find out. I'm just trying to think of other co- cost related things that make me angry. Yeah, there's a lot of cost related things that make me angry, but how much of family activities cost? That's not one of them because I, I I haven't been surprised by a family activity cost in a long time. That I haven't been I haven't really been surprised by that. Um, yeah, and the last one on this list, kids arguing, like kids bickering. Okay, let me let me tell you. I have three daughters, no sons, three daughters, and. I, I can tell you, man. I don't. I don't. I have no experience with um. With 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 boys, I don't know how they bicker, but I can tell you, girls bicker all the damn time, man. And it's, it 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 does drive me crazy. It doesn't bother my wife at all. Like, it well put it like that. It doesn't bother her like it bothers me. I can't stand uh, any of it because most of the time, like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, the shit they're bickering about. And arguing about it's nothing. That's 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 the that's what kills me. It's like, you, you know what I mean. It's like what what really what are you bickering about? Like I, I that I think that's what bothers me more than anything. That the the things that they're bickering about is usually something so petty. And I try to put myself in their shoes about how me and my brother went at it when we were little. But we would just all out fight and we'd be done with it. <laughs> we didn't like bicker. You know, we we will fight, be done with it, and you know, whatever. And and it was like it wasn't all the time. You know, it was like once a week we would fight. Boom, done. You know, uh. And and, and I so I try to put myself in that in, in in their shoes. Like what was the stuff we fought about? It, it was nothing. But at the time, it was probably like major shit to us. So, um, that's something that I'm working on, like trying to be more like my wife when it comes to that man her patience level is is it's crazy but then again her both her parents patient levels are off the chart like uh, off the chart so you know that's 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 again that's some of that stuff that you 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 bring into your adulthood that was in your past that you should like leave out you know there's a lot of things that i i that i'm i'm aware of you know i I think that's the good part that I'm, i'm actually aware of it and then i work on um, so that's that list. Things that makes dads angry. Let me go on again. Leaving the lights on, traffic jams, bad drivers, bad manners, telemarketers, their football team losing, missing out on family because of work, reality reality TV talent shows, how much family activities cost, and kids arguing. Do you agree with those? You know, I agree with most of them, I guess. All right, moving on. Man, I'm already, I'm already at like 34 minutes. I need to I need to I need to wrap this wrap this up. I actually I may have to put the rest of these things I want to talk about into another um another episode. Let me let me uh see. I wanted to talk about All right, let me let me go ahead and skip to something something more um um more on a positive note. 
some some things I wrote I wrote down this week um, to try to put in perspective. You know, I, I'm working on a few like projects, like like personal projects, uh, as well as well as like you know I just said I got um, I got some some e-commerce shops and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of a lot of times when you're doing a creative endeavor and you're trying to whether you're full time or part time or whatever, um, you know, and you're trying to make a living from it, you're trying to make money from it, you're trying to sustain a, 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 a you know a reasonable life from it. No, I, I don't think any artist or any creatives um goal is to is to be a a millionaire. You know what I mean? Like I I don't think at least that's not my goal. My goal is not to be now let, let me let me let me let me put it like this. My goal is not to not be a millionaire or be rich from my creative endeavors. But my goal is that's that's my goal is not to strive to be quote the the word millionaire or rich my 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 goal is to is to profit as much as i can un, un, like infinitely until i die from from my my and that's why i try not to use the word art because i do I, you know everything i do is not art you know i, I decorate uh clothing you know i do t-shirts so so this, so I don't want I don't want people thinking I'm like selling these thousand dollar prints in galleries. So that's that's why you know I'm I'm not saying you know even though sometimes the word art can be pretentious, but I'm just trying to um put it into perspective of what I you know like I'm just saying I'm trying to make a living as a creative period, and that that's all encompassing. Like anything crafty that I, crafty that I do, anything that I create, you know, as well as anything artistic. So, so that's what I that's what I mean, and that's why I, I say creative endeavors and not say from my art, you know, because you hear people say I want to make a living from my art, and I think that's a lot of the um, friction quote artists have, you know, instead of um, instead of trying to make a living from being a creative like on your own terms cuz you can you can you can work for a company and do some creative you know you can do you can work for um you know you know a, a company and work for and do something when i say creative meaning yeah there's probably no creativity in it but you're working with the same tools and things that you would on your own like you know if if you're a photographer you may get a a job um working for an ad agency doing their photos and, and, and do or doing their Photoshop editing or whatever. But it, it can be a soul sucking job because you have no creative freedoms. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I do a lot of creative things. Um, but all they're all on my own terms. I don't, I don't clock in. I don't, I can take a, a fucking, I don't, nobody tells me when I, when to take a break and how long I can take a break except for me. So that's what I'm saying. So, you know, when, when I run into a wall, I write down, um, I, I have these, uh, composition books. I, I got them all over the place, man. Like these, uh, the old school, uh, Norcom composition books. I, I, I'm, matter of fact, this is what, this is what I'm using now to, you know, have to do this podcast. And, you know, I, if, when I run into a wall, I, you know, I jot down, I try to jot down like what's really going on. You know, like like right now, I'm in the process. I want to open up this fourth uh, fourth e-commerce shop, and I run into a wall. And it was really something I created in my own head. So I wrote it down these things like um, tips to help myself get past these things quick and quit going into the rabbit hole of what I usually do, what I've done in the past. So one of them is to avoid exaggerating outcomes to the negative meaning um okay say you there's a, a venture you want to you want to pursue or any or something you want to do right and and this is what i've done in the past a lot of times i still do now sometimes you create this outcome in your head this scenario 
of something that you you've thought about it so much you've created it in your mind to such a such a level that it almost feel like it actually happened already and not only that when you create it in your head you create a negative outcome like you create the worst case scenario to the point to where you it you, you don't even want to do it because you feel like you've already failed you've already lost the battle you know what i mean like there's so many. I mean, and it is. It's, it came with it, with me. It came with age to getting past it. Like I just got to a point to where I was like, you know what? I don't. You you you, you gotta you gotta have a level of not giving a fuck, and then just doing it. And and that's what that's the point I got. It was right around when I hit forty. <laughs> it was just like I hit a. It was like I, I kept hitting the wall and I just fucking broke through. And I was like, you know what? I gotta, yeah, I gotta do this. You know, you know, it's like you, you gotta do it, or you're gonna fucking be old, and and you, it's like you can't do it. Yeah, you, you know, you never too old, but, man, you know, I used to think that, um, I used to have in this this mind in in my my head that, well, you can always do it, even there's things that you see old people doing. You know, seniors doing. You, there's some remarkable stories. I may start sharing some on here. That could be a good segment, right? Um, but uh, uh, last year, my neighbor. Now this guy was this guy was like a can do like. He's like in his seventies, probably ages by now. But this dude, I remember when I first when we like not too long after we moved here, my mother-in-law, my mother and father-in-law bought me. Uh, you know, we, we this is like sort of after when we first bought the house. The house, you know, it was a it was you know built on dirt, no no kind of landscaping. You know how they do houses now, and so our thing was you know we wanted to get some landscaping. We wanted to get some some greenery around, um, and get it you know get it pretty. And so for a while, what my mother and father in law for for like any kind of holiday, birthday, whatever, they would buy us like trees and shit and. You know, things like that, like, you know, come out, help with the landscaping. So they bought this big-ass pear tree. <laughs> it was non-fruit-bearing pear tree. And, you know, I'm I'm a young stud. I'm going to move. I'm going to move this tree and plant it. Man, this damn tree. This is almost like a full, like, tree. Like, not a full-grown tree, but it wasn't like no little sapling. Like, you know, I I actually had to... Um, grab a dolly and I had I grabbed the dolly and then I um, I ratchet tied it to the dolly so I can move it to to the uh, to the hole that I the place I dug for it and 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 I was struggling with it I'm, I'm not gonna even lie I was struggling with it and my neighbor uh, he was in his 70s at the time came and and, and, and you gotta kind of visualize it right so I'm I'm bending down so I I, I got it off the dolly and it's like set it's leaning, but it's sitting on the ground and it has like this burlap canvas thing around the base to keep the, all the dirt and all the nutrients that they, they put in it so you can transport it. Right. So it has this big ass burlap sack on the bottom of it and I'm trying to slide it to the hole. And, um, and, and, you know, I'm out there struggling, I'm sliding, you know, cause the shit looked, it looked easier than what it actually was and all of a sudden as i'm moving it i just feel it get lighter and all and you know before i knew it it was in the hole and i look up and there was my neighbor he he i mean i'm like are you kidding me i mean the the this dude he's like half my size twice my age and like the same level of strength and you know and i thanked him i was like that's that's crazy. And then, you know, I told my wife about it. So fast forward about 10 years, right? The neighbor's wife come over to my house. She's knocking on the door. And I immediately knew something was wrong because they never, they've they've never, she's never come to the door before. So I immediately I immediately knew something was wrong. And I ran out and and I'm just I just started heading for their house and I just hear her telling, you know, telling me he failed, right? And, um, and, and, you know, along these years, I knew he was, he was getting like dementia and stuff like that. And so I went over there and by the time we got there, he had got up from the ground.
but I could tell he was dazed. He was sh- shaken up. He he barely knew who his wife was. And he barely knew who I was. And, you know, we've been neighbors about 10 years. And then, you know, so I, I, I grabbed him by the shoulder. I saw he was bleeding from the head, bleeding from the arm. And then I moved him to the chair. And she said, you think I need need to take him to the hospital? I said, no, you need to dial 911 and get the medics here, you know. And we have a fire department, like, walking distance from our house, from our neighborhood. So she went and do that, and I'm sitting there talking to him. I'm like, you know, I know, you know, what to do if somebody falls. So I'm like looking in his eye, make sure his eyes dilating, make sure he can recognize me. You know, I asked him the, how many fingers I got him stuff, and, and you know, and I asked him did he knew who I was. He was like, yeah, I know, I know who you are. You know, he he didn't know my name though. You know, he he was like, you know, and he he introduced himself to me, and then I was like. You know, I'm I'm reflecting back to this strong, strong old dude who I used to see with no shirt on, wheel like wheelbarrowing, like you know when we you know out here in Colorado they you know we do zero scaping, so we have a a rock company come and deliver rock in our driveway, like seven eight tons of rock. So I'm used to seeing this dude by himself, you know, moving seven eight nine tons of rock one wheelbarrow at a time. That's what I'm used to seeing. And now I'm seeing this dude who, you know, can ba- you know can barely get around. And then, you know, his his wife started telling me everything that's been going on. Like, he's, you know, he's failed before and stuff like that. And that's when, that's when I, it came to me, like, yeah, even though you may be here in body, your mind can go. And, and that was something I never even put in perspective, even though my grandma... She, you know, she went through the same thing. She went through the same thing, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia and stuff like that. But that's when it put in, I put in perspective, like, yeah, you can be healthy as an ox. You can be physically strong and shit, man. But you can't wait around until your mind leave before you to, to do something. You, it's like, you know, one of the things he said to me, though, and, and this is this is what I'm getting to. He's, he was like, uh, um, uh, you know. It, it was like a moment of clarity because until now he's just kind of like babbling, you know, but you know, I'm trying to keep him co- coherent and keep him from um, like nodding off before the, the, you know, paramedics get there. And then he said, one thing he said was, it was like, I can see he came back to himself. He just looked at me. He said, tell us, I never thought I would be losing my mind. And I was like, I, you know, I was just like, man, I don't know. That, that, that just hit me like like crazy. And then he went from that back to, you know, not really knowing what was going on. It, and and what, what's so weird about it is like his wife had was in the house when, when it happened. And I was just like, I was like that, you know, and she came back. She was like, did he say his name? I was like, well, he said my name, you know. And I, and I didn't tell her the other part because she told me that, she know, she know if he had the capacity to do it, he would like, you know, he would kill himself. She, she, she told me and my wife that. She told my wife that on, on another occasion over the fence. She like, I know. She like, I know he wouldn't want to be in this state. But, you know, when that dementia hit you, you, you don't use like, you don't, you don't even have the capacity to even think about that. But she told me she know if he had the capacity to do it, he would kill himself. So, when, when you run into these walls and you exaggerate these outcomes that never happen. Just think about that. Just think about what could happen if you never do the thing you want to do because you talked yourself out of it. Just think about um, if you if you decide to wait until when? What, what are you going to wait for? And, you know, I struggle with that every day. Something that I want to do, you know, when I start feeling myself, you know, feeling my mind, that inner self, start talking me out, out of it or creating some sort of negative outcome, I had to put it in perspective. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to fucking go to space. I'm just trying to do this one thing. I'm just trying to do this one project. You know, it's like, what's the worst could, that could happen? You know, you have to think about things like that and stop listening to other people or let, or let other people's outcome or outcomes that haven't even happened affect you, especially if it's negative. Now, if it's a positive outcome that you want to affect you, go boom, go ahead, do it. 
You know, and that's the thing I have to, I have to, you know, keep, keep in my mind. And that's a lot of time why I look for like positive stories, you know, like somebody who did something. Cause sometimes once you see, um, once you see somebody else do it, you be like, it, it kind of like banishes any kind of doubt or any kind of like, um, you know, what, what can you say now? You can't say it can't be done because that person did it. So, so that's, that's, that's the one thing that I, uh, you know, I, I, it's like, that's an ongoing thing. And, and, and I know it's the, it's the same for everybody, but it's those, it's those, the ones that get past that, they get over that, they go on to do the things they want to do. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's just something, you know, I mean, and how do you, how do you get past that? Well, for one thing, put things in perspective, like really, is, is this what's going to happen? Or is this what, uh, what I'm, making up my head what's going to happen like really just th just think what's the worst that could happen you know and then think about like what would happen if i don't do it at some point in time you're going to want to do it again so it may it may as well be now matter of fact one of my um one of my prints i'm looking at it now one of my prints that i i sell online it's a quote and it goes the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago the second best time to plant a tree is now. You know what I mean? And when I saw that quote, man, I was like, man, I got to do something with this. So I created a little design and, you know, screen printing and I sell online. But when I saw that, I was like, that's, yeah, the best time to plant a tree, the best time to do anything that you want to do that you've been thinking about was last week. You know, and, and, and the second best time to do it is like right now. And I think I'm going to end with that. I think I end with that. Yeah, I'm, I said I didn't want this to be like an hour-long podcast, but here it is. I'm at about 52, 53 minutes. So this has been Straight Talk Uncut. Again, this was recorded on January 8th, 2016. I'm telling us, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, if you're listening on SoundCloud, comment on the timeline. Yeah, you know, I'm... I'm not all, I'm, I have social media accounts, but man, really, I don't, I don't really do much with it. So, um, the best way to, to contact me is tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. Talk to you guys later.